you're up early. Good for you. And welcome to the pre-W Smith Show on 760 WJR. All right. Uh, in this segment, we've got uh, bringing our friend Michael Spath, who covers sports so eloquently and, frankly, as I see it, so intelligently. I uh, love listening to him and uh, love learning from him and helping put things in perspective. You know, this thing that happened in the tunnel at the University of Michigan Stadium, it's been covered, but uh, got to take a listen to how Michael Spath frames it out. We've got him right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. Michael. Jeff, you know, here we are on Friday, and this story has been talked about ad nauseum in the press, uh, sports talk radio, different websites, newspapers. They've all handled it. People are probably a little bit sick of this story. I think what, to me, is interesting now is going forward, what does this look like? How does this impact both programs? Does it impact the rivalry going forward? Impacting both programs, both of them have a football game tomorrow. Michigan State plays Illinois. Michigan plays Rutgers. You know, their Michigan State is 3-5 is and five and trying to get to 6-6 six and six to get to a bowl game. Michigan is trying to, you know, get to 9-0, and leading up to, you know, 10-0, and leading up to the Ohio State game. They're looking to be an 11-0 and football team and ranked in the top, you know, three or four in, in college football. And so immediately they have to deal with the fallout of, well, for Michigan State, they're missing eight players. They're missing their best defensive player, Jacoby Winman. You know, Jamon Green was one of the two players that was, you know, beaten up, could be out for this week against Rutgers, one of their starting cornerbacks. So immediately they all have to turn the page. They all have to get ready for a football game. Where is their mindset at? Where is their mentality at as they're preparing for these two games that are very important to both of them because of different goals that they have this season? Yeah, and there's even talk of, you know, more broadly how it impacts the rivalry and even questions around, do I understand this right? Questions around whether they should set the rivalry off the schedules for a couple of years. Yeah, I've seen this one multiple times now, both from the Michigan State side and the Michigan side of, Let's simmer down. Let's take this game off the schedule. They can't in 2023. The Big Ten already came out just a few weeks ago with the 2023 conference schedule. But 2024, USC and UCLA joined the Big Ten. Maybe that'd be a good opportunity to have Michigan, Michigan State not play for a while and simmer down. And I just, I don't, I don't agree with it. You know, Jeff, I think the next time these two teams get together, which will be in 2023 in East Lansing, I think everybody at least from the coaches, the staff, the players are going to be on their best behavior. Yeah, I agree with you. It's it's not a question of simmer down because the rivalry shouldn't simmer down and the players are not going to simmer down. The question is, how do you manifest that passion and that, you know, <laughs> testosterone flowing through the veins of these young players, you know, as they go out there and they're charged with not only beating the other team, but beating up on the other team within the rules. I think the point is, I think the coaches are going to be hypersensitive to this issue the next time the game is played. The players are going to be, hopefully the suspensions will make a statement, make clear that if you do that kind of nonsense, you're, you're, you're not, you know, you got to leave that energy and passion on the field within the context of the rules. If you do that, I think it actually heightens and heatens the rivalry a bit. Yeah. Now, look, trash talking has always been part of this rivalry. I have no problem with trash talking. I have no problem with, you know, I've heard different players say that it's a very physical, that there's a right. couple of cheap shots. I mean, I don't think the right. cheap shots shouldn't play any part in this rivalry that take place between the white lines. But the trash talk I'm fine with, honestly, I think this is a greater fan issue and a greater media issue media. Yes. than it is an actual player's program issue. I think yep. we are the polarized secular society. We are the the CNN and the Fox News. We are the, the Michigan and the Michigan State. And it's like we are part of our tribes and we move to our corners and we like get ready to fight. And you've got so many fans talking trash and saying this guy's to blame and that guy's to blame. 
you know what? Maybe the fans and the media should realize they are keeping this intensity, this this ugliness alive by the way that they're talking about this rivalry, the way that they are interacting with this rivalry. These are still our neighbors. These are still our friends. These are still our, in my case, my wife is a Spartan. I'm a Wolverine. Like we can be civil towards each other. Maybe it's less (laughs) about how the programs are going to interact. And maybe it should be more about how we are going to interact with each other and how the media, instead of pouring gasoline on the fire leading up to the game, should just say, let's just talk about the football game and not about all the extracurricular stuff. Right. I think that is absolutely right. I think that social media has contributed. You know, all the players have access to social media. They're seeing it all. They're seeing the trash talking. They're hearing the fans getting all worked up over the game. And and they're seeing terms not like, you know, let's go beat up on Michigan or let's go beat up on Michigan State. They're seeing things like we hate Michigan State. We hate the University of Michigan. We hate their fans. We hate their coach. We hate their team, you know, and, and so on. It's gone beyond a good, healthy, brotherly rivalry where you shake hands at the end of the game and say, well played. It's gotten ugly. I was listening to a couple of podcasts on both sides from Michigan and Michigan State after this, and all they're doing is pointing the blame at the other person, right? I mean, Michigan State media is saying that this is a culture that Jim Harbaugh has created, and and Jim Harbaugh is to blame for all this. And and Michigan people are blaming Mel Tucker and Mark D'Antonio before that and saying, you know, there's a lack of leadership at Michigan State. Then they sit there and go like, well, and I don't know why the rivalry is taking such a nasty turn. Well, you're contributing to it. Exactly. Like People need to look in the mirror and say, what role am I playing? Right. You know, and I'll tell you what, I heard a lot of people who went to the game, the Michigan, Michigan State game, and they said there were Michigan State tailgates right next to Michigan tailgates, or there were Michigan, sure. Michigan State tailgates together. I think sometimes we think that social media, we think that podcasts, we think that the media itself represents real life. And I think real life, we're actually okay because they are our neighbors, they are our cousins, they are our friends. Of course. But when we jump into the hypersensitive Twitter world, into Instagram, into message boards, uh, we're dialing so all this intensity up into a, a nasty place. I mean, again, I'm looking at myself and going like, what can you do? How do you talk about Michigan State? How do you talk about Michigan? You talk about this rivalry with hate and with you know disgust and the assaults and all stuff. Or do you just say, hey, this is an intense in-state rivalry between two schools that are an hour apart from each other that have, you know, people from my high school into Michigan state, people from my high school into Michigan that have friends and the whole thing. Like that's what this rivalry is supposed to be. We need yeah. to get back to that place. We really do. And I think if you look, you know, historically, listen, I remember the Bo and Woody days. Those were pretty chippy. You know, those teams, I'll say didn't love each other on that day, but they certainly respected both of these universities were respected by the other and the programs were, the teams were in the end. And, you know, it was rough out on the field, I'm sure. The guys were hitting extra hard, and they wanted to win. And there was probably a lot of trash talking going on. But as you say, there wasn't this kind of backdrop and tone created by the broader media, the broader, in particular, the social media. I really do feel like that's the difference maker. It's one thing for these guys to get on the air and stir everybody up and, and all that. But You know, players are exposed to fans saying the ugliest things. And fans who, if they were at that tailgate you're talking about, and the Michigan State guys were right next to them, might be friendly in that environment. But when you're on social media, largely many people are able to hide behind an anonymous username, whatever it is. They're empowered to get ugly. Very few people on Twitter and on message boards use their actual name. Right, right. Right. But Jeff, you said one word, and I, I think it's a good way to end this conversation, is you you said respect in there. Yeah. And I think when you look at it, University of Michigan as a school, 
its football program, its basketball program, its hockey program, its athletic programs is a great program. They have terrific coaches. They have coaches with integrity. They have coaches that are trying to do it the right way. And then up in East Lansing, you have another great university. Absolutely, You have good coaches across the board. Let's just show a little respect. Understand that they're a rival, but they're not an enemy. And exactly. if we can just show a little bit of respect for the opponent, then all this stuff will just start to fade down to the healthy level that it should be. Well said. Well said. Absolutely. Michael Spath, thanks so much for helping put a little perspective on all this. All right, I'm going to do a quick break. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre W Smith Show.